welcome to season two of the Daily Driver Podcast presented by ThisIsBracketRacing.com. I'm your host, Luke Bogacki. Here on the Daily Driver Podcast, we often dive into the psychology of racing, if you will. If I'm going to be completely honest, that's kind of my bag, right? That's where I like to, that's where I like to live. We do occasionally get requests for more technical racing insight. And in response to one of those common requests, I want to dedicate today's episode to talking about weather and how it impacts our car's performance on the racetrack. In order to try to, to condense a pretty broad topic, I want to talk specifically about our car's performance broken up by types of fuel. Now, as E85 gets more popular, I've got to admit, like, I have zero experience with E85. Sorry, I don't have a ton of meaningful insight. I've been told that it often, the performance of E85 often mirrors alcohol. I do have quite a bit of experience on methanol or alcohol. My own experience, and again, this might fall short of your expectations for this particular episode of the podcast, but my experience with alcohol is that when it's right, in terms of jetting combination efficiency, when it's right, alcohol doesn't really move. When alcohol's right, you should run the same thing at noon as you do at midnight and every run in between. When it's not, okay, when you miss somehow, when the combination is not efficient, jetting is off one way or another, it's unpredictable, right? And doesn't necessarily follow the weather, right? And oftentimes doesn't give a clear indication of which side you're missing it to, whether to lean it down, whether to fatten it up. That said, in my experience, when an alcohol combination is too rich, I find that it often follows the weather more like gasoline, meaning that as the air gets better, it goes faster. As the air gets worse, it goes slower. What you would expect on gas, but isn't necessarily the goal on alcohol. That typically means that alcohol's a little bit fat. Now, the common consensus is that the, the weather impacts alcohol based upon moisture, right? More moisture in the air, alcohol cars are really affected, tend to slow down. As the air dries out, alcohol cars, if anything, will pick up. Again, my personal experience on this not super cut and dry, or like I get the idea that moisture certainly affects alcohol, but as far as what specific weather variable to measure and then how to quantify that, pretty tricky. The best advice that I've heard when it comes to alcohol and it's then moisture, whether it's humidity, vapor pressure, etc., moisture's effect on the performance of an alcohol engine actually comes from John Kyle at APD. Um, he jumped on with us in This Is Bracket Racing Elite several years ago and explained this in a way that is far better and far more understandable and in-depth than I'm going to be able to. But essentially what he said is that humidity on alcohol is really important, but that its impact is not necessarily linear across the range of humidity, right? Or the range of temperature. What John had found is that changes in humidity have a significant impact on the average alcohol motor when the temperature is below 70 degrees. Once the temperature crosses that threshold and gets above 70 degrees, his opinion is that humidity has a far less impact. And he explained that, like I say, in much more scientific terms 
that made a ton of sense. And as I look back over my own personal logs, it seemed very applicable. So that's something to note on alcohol. When it's cooler, humidity can have a big, big effect. As it warms up, I don't think that humidity changes necessarily move alter performance quite as much. Now, for gasoline, okay, this is more my bag, right? This is where I've got a lot more experience. You can get as deep into the weeds as you want with weather prediction for your gasoline motor, and there are a ton of valuable resources to help you do that. If you are looking for a starting point, I would suggest tracking three simple weather factors that are available on just about any weather station that you could have. The first is density altitude, which is basically a, a combination of a lot of factor, weather factors rolled into one number. Density altitude, vapor pressure, or grains of water, they're essentially the same measurement, and barometric pressure. The ratios for the impact of each of these measurements we'll have in your car, they're going to vary based basically on the efficiency of your engine, right? Uh, which is not finite, right? The, the efficiency, let's just say this, the efficiency of a pro stock motor is going to be way higher than your junkyard 350, right? So weather factors are going to impact that pro stock motor far less than they're going to impact our, you know, 500 horsepower small block. But that said, the efficiency of your particular combination is not finite either, right? It can certainly change with RPM range, jetting, etc. So, we share a, a starting point for a typical gas combination, but it's a bit of a loaded thing because it's going to vary based on your combination, based on the efficiency of your combination. But if you want that starting point, which I think is applicable for what I would say is like the average big block Chevrolet naturally aspirated gasoline combination, you can find the ratios that we suggest to start with. We put them out for free. You can find that at thisisbracketracing.com slash weather. And that's awesome. It is a great foundation, but it is just that. It is just the start. It is just the tip of the iceberg. Every combination is different. To be perfect, if there is such a thing, you're going to have to tweak those factors to your combination, which is going to come first with time, trial and error, tweaking that combination, seeing what impact it has, etc. But that should be a tremendous starting point for you, and I hope that it helps.